Today's episode is brought to you by She Wins Membership, our exclusive coaching and mentoring membership for you to get a clear success roadmap, guidance to help you cut through the online marketing noise and grow your business, live business coaching calls to set your goals and keep you accountable, guest expert trainings to help you gain more knowledge on how to stand out online, make more money, generate more sales and leads, action plans, unlimited Q&As and much more. Learn more and join us in the She Wins membership at shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. That's shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. Welcome to the She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a profitable and thriving business. Every week, we welcome amazing women from all over the world, and they share with you their stories and their journey, but also amazing tips for you to grow your business. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to today's episode. I hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing. And you are excited for this episode because I am. Today we have Eugenie on the podcast and I'm really excited because we're talking about something a little bit different, but so interesting. When I heard about what Eugenie does, I was like so intrigued because she's a style alchemist and an iconic image consultant and she helped women like you and me style and dress up for the part. So that's really interesting and I can't wait to get to know more about Eugenie and about what she does and I'm sure that you're going to love this episode. So welcome to the She Wins Podcast and tell us a little bit more about how your journey got started, how you got started. Yes. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um, So how did my journey start? So I... Basically, I was doing this my whole life because um, I really, I from the time I was small, I saw the potential in people, yeah. um, but I never took it seriously. It was kind of my natural gift. It was fun. I would make over everyone I saw, my cousins, <laughs> my my aunts, every, my neighbors, everyone got a makeover <laughs> because I always just saw these beautiful things in them um, and then I wanted to show them and I wanted them to feel it so you know people would really understand how amazing they were. Yeah. So I ignored that for a while. I tried to do the corporate thing, um, tried to be normal, mm. had the nine to five job, um, you know, did the university and grad school thing. Um, and when I, you know, I was trying to do that, I wasn't happy. I knew that I was kind of, that it wasn't my thing, you know, I, I yeah. knew I had cool jobs at cool places, but I just knew it wasn't for me. Um, and eventually when I got pregnant, I was like, I actually want to be the person that is an amazing example that anything is possible that you can have, you know, you can create something just, I wanted to be a good example from the little person growing inside me, you know? Yeah. Um, so I got a coaching certification and I tried for a while to be, you know, then I tried to fit in in another way. I tried to fit in as just a generic life coach. Um, I was really trying to do that. And then I wanted to be a, I was like, maybe I should be a coach for moms, whatever. So eventually after many iterations and much, you know, coming home to myself, I realized, no, for me, style is so important because it's, it is energy work for me. Mm. It is energy work. 
it is healing work. And so I did so much of that on myself as I came out in my business, like expressing myself more and more. And as I did it for myself, I started creating my own process. And eventually I came up with this, what I do, which is combine energy work with, uh, with style to help you express your, to help women express their essence, mostly women, um, just express who they actually are energetically and radiate that so they can do what they're here to do. How are you and make money? To, yeah, that, that's important. <laughs> so, how did you actually decide and clarify this vision for yourself? Because, as you said, you got a coaching um, certification and you were yeah. going that way because you felt like it was the best way, was the easier way. Can we say that to actually yeah. show yourself out there? So, how were you? Uh, how did you go from that point where you felt like, okay, it's easier for me to go with a life coach, being a life coach for moms or whatever, to actually moving into, yeah, I know that I should actually do style. Yeah, it could be an industry that maybe not many people know about, but I know I'm good at this and I want to go for it. So what, what, what was the shift that happened? Yeah, I think the shift was, um, I started noticing that I was kind of, blending in like I I understood eventually that like if if I was blending in and hearing crickets like I was blending in and my business was trying to blend in because I'm a weirdo and now I accept it but I was trying to blend in um and no one like I was getting very few clients I was getting very little traction it was so slow because I was really resisting myself my uniqueness yeah so um you know so that was kind of the first clue um once I started sort of exercising that and just saying okay what do I actually want what do I actually want to do um I started uh asking I asked a couple of friends like would you can I do like a closet session can I help you with your style you know and I noticed that I was using a lot of the coaching tools like asking questions um energy modalities like I I have a I'm a Reiki uh I'm Reiki attuned so I was using energy in that way and different things and to help them because it was more about just putting together cute outfits i didn't want to tell them put that together with that mm-hmm. i wanted it was really about helping them come back to themselves like i started coming back to myself because yeah. i felt the power in that it was about and what i saw yeah so i wanted to teach them how to connect with themselves and and i could feel the energetic shift and i could feel how they just felt like a different person and really like their posture changed the way they spoke changed everything yeah. like they had an aha moment around this mm-hmm. um so i started kind of doing that more and more and came up with a system eventually and really just more naturally over time started connecting the coaching so sort of the mindset with the energy work and the healing and then the style part so it kind of happened organically um as I did it to myself and I experimented and then I just got brave and said, you know what, I'm just going to be the style person. I'm going to be the weird energy healer. I'm going to be all of it. It's okay. And that's, and you know, I'm going to start wearing all the things that I love, my weird glasses, whatever. And the more I just did that, the more people like felt my message. And of course, the more they attract me. And, um, so yeah. And then I've just like so many of us, right. I've just refined my work and really gotten more and more clarity as I've gone. Yeah. And more and more better results as, as I know how to help people to express themselves more authentically, you know? Yeah. So what does it take to actually run a creative business like yours? Because, yeah, we're talking about fashion. We're talking about style. What does it take? Yeah. What does it take? It really, really takes, I think, shutting your, and this is what I tell all my clients, it's, it's the same with your clothes, right? When you're running a creative business, you actually need to shut off your brain a lot of the time. Your brain will try to talk you out of stuff that you really want to do. Your brain will try to talk you out of 
doing things that you're excited about, your yeah. brain will try to make you do something that seems logical and like it'll work and reasonable instead so of the thing you know that you have to do, you know? Yeah. So I think that would be the number one thing. Turn off your brain. With anything creative, just listen to that inside feeling. Listen to that, as I call it, you know, your heck yeah inside. Like, mm. listen to that rather than, um, than your brain. Yeah, your brain so will try to shut things down. Instincts. Like, literally going with your gut feeling. All that, like, more, more times than you go with your brain, yes. There's a place for the brain and then creativity. I think that's, there's no place for the brain. The brain is not invited to the party. Don't tell brain where the party is. That's cool. So, uh, what are they, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense because majority of the time, and I feel like even in your, in your own experience, that's what you went through. Your brain was telling you, yeah. like, be a life coach, be something, you know, that you can tell easily instead of yeah. like, you know, kind of being unique and doing something different. So at the end of the day, you end up listening to that feeling that you had and it was stronger than actually, you know, your brain telling you to do this. So it's actually exactly. important to actually listen to what our body wants, what our mind wants, what our, you know, what our heart wants. Let's put it that way. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So if someone is um, going into an industry like yours, what do you think are the th three things to keep in mind? Because obviously you have quite a lot of experience right now. So what are your advice to someone who's in their day one right now, who's just starting up? Mm, I love that question. So, and I'm just going to think about the stuff that would have saved me so much time and so yeah. much anguish. Mm. So, um, Number one is, I know this might sound weird, but before you really go for it in your business, get to know yourself. Get to know yourself. Get to know what you actually like. Get to know what actually makes you feel excited. Get to know what your actual desires are, not what you think you should want. Mm. Just get to know you. Make some Pinterest boards because all that information will inform the kind of packages you create, the kind of people you're going to attract, what you, you'll, you'll start tapping into what actually feels like that yes, right? That yes, yeah. that intuition. So that inner guidance, the more you get to know it and start feeling into, oh my gosh, this movie or this, this color is a yes. That shirt is a yes. Um, working only Tuesdays and Thursdays is a yes. The more you do that from the beginning, the better. So get to know yourself. That's number one. Number two is don't try to DIY it. If you want to actually get on track and do stuff in advance, uh, by leaps and bounds. And if you want people to hire you, you must be willing to invest in yourself. That's absolutely you true. must from the beginning, from the get go. Um, and you can try to like get all the freebies and it doesn't matter. You don't have to invest $10,000 immediately or 20,000. Right. But invest at first, maybe it's a couple hundred on a program or on, on something. Right. But start investing in yourself because that'll start increasing the capacity of uh well your your um ability to then receive people who are going to yeah. invest in you um and number three is definitely don't follow the shoulds do not should do not should because the beautiful thing about being in like this time right now is you can i i made it all up i made my business is all made up stuff i made up the concepts i made up the way i work like it's all it all is, cre I created it yeah. and you can do that. You don't have to follow anything that doesn't feel like it's a yes for you. No shooting, just the yeses. Those would be my three. Yeah. That, that makes like so much sense. And it's a way to feel like free. Like at the end of the day, you're building a business because you want to be free from all those rules. Yeah. You want to build a, a business around your life, the life that you want. So I think it Definitely. makes so much sense what you just said. So let's move into 
what you do right now, yeah? And you spoke about um, bringing back that confidence that a lot of women, you know, you need to bring out. So what's the process? How can a woman feel more confident by just, you know, trying out new clothes and making over their clothes? How can they feel more confident like that? Yes. So I love this question. So I'm even pushing up my sleeves. So (laughs) what I have... So what I have noticed, the number one thing, the reason women actually, what I actually help them with is to learn how to trust themselves, Mm. to actually learn to trust their own inner authority and getting dressed in the morning and starting to use your clothes and trust what you choose as something that supports you and putting those things together is a way to start. It's a metaphor for everything, right? It's a beautiful metaphor. So you start trusting yourself like, oh my gosh, these pants, the pattern doesn't match the the, the pattern of the shirt. I'm not supposed to wear whatever, this color shoes because it's summertime. But but you do it anyway because you trust yourself. And because when you trust yourself, you know that the rules don't apply to you, right? About these little things. So that's, that's actually what I'm helping them do is trust themselves and, and clothes. Like I said, it's, it's sort of the starter and then it spreads out into all other areas of, of their lives. And the second part of that is the more, you know, yourself, the more you can trust yourself, right? Because we we're afraid of that, the unknown. So if we've been blocked from seeing who we are, yeah. how are we supposed to trust ourselves? Right. That's so, true. so yeah. So I help women to, um, and some cool men, mostly women to get to know themselves themselves um i use the system i developed is it's based on the elements Mm. so air water fire earth and space so i help them understand or discover the two that they that make them up visually Mm. and then to dress for that and and it really creates sort of a a reference point right when you understand your two elements and how you're meant to function in the world it helps you trust yourself more because you know yourself more in this totally new way yeah that's what we're actually doing with the clothes Hmm. And how, what's the mistake that you see a lot of women do when it comes to, you know, clothing and, you know, getting out of, how can I say, expressing their self through clothing? Yes. Um, the biggest mistake is following the rules. Like, you know, um, following, because we all have, you know, the grandmother who told us we couldn't wear this for our body shape or the best Mm. friend who made fun of us because she thought we were too this or too that with that outfit. Right. So we've, the biggest mistake is letting others dictate how we show up and how the letting others define who we are. Mm. Right. Um, and following those rules. Yeah. So when you do that, it literally cuts off all creative expression. So the biggest mistake is following the rules because it will, it'll, it's like a kink, it's like a hose and you put a kink in it and you stop the flow of that creative expression. So how are you supposed to be radiant and be, you know, sort of magnetic and be, full on if there's a kink in your hose that's right so that's yeah so that's definitely the the main mistake i see people making following too many rules instead of just letting themselves be creative right it's it's using their brain instead of their instead of their intuition and their inner no their into yeah their intuition yeah biggest mistake and if we go back in time yeah to when you actually decided to start your own business First of all, what was that limit, that, that, that wake-up call that got you that point that you were like, okay, no, I can't do this anymore. I need to make a change. What was that? Yeah, so it was um, the last company that I worked for, my final corporate job. Um, 
I really feel it was the universe that was like, we're going to make this as bad as we can so that you just stop doing that. So it was, there could be like a made for TV movie about this company that I worked for. It was just mind-blowingly horrible. And so Mike just, uh, and I, I thought that, you know, I had to keep going because I was making the money. Like, what Mm. what am I do? I have to pay this. I have to pay that. And like, what if I don't find another job? All those things that we do when we forget how powerful we are. Right. Um, So in a logistical sort of realistic way, that was kind of the breaking point. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be stuck or dependent or um, feel like I was selling part of my soul every day that I showed up for this job. You know, I really wanted to be independent from that. Um, So that was, that was one thing. Um, And it was just like, even the other jobs that were lovely, they just, it felt like, like I was selling part of myself. Like I, like I wasn't living, you know, to my fullest potential. Yeah. And so really when I, when I got pregnant, I really was thinking like, what kind of, I'm going to be this, this little person's main role model with my, mm-hmm. with my dude. So, um, that really shook me up too. And I was thinking, you know, like, what do I actually want to do? What do I actually want to create? Like, um, yes, I think, and, and because we were in the middle of nowhere in a rural place and I, mm-hmm. I worked remotely at that company, um, it gave me the space and the freedom to then do the life coaching certification, which then put me on the path. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, number one being like having that really heavy experience with that company. And then um, two, having the space to really think about what I actually wanted instead of the should, <laughs> you know, what yeah. I thought I should do. And did, did you have any of those moments where you were like in your entrepreneurship journey, where you were like, I don't think this is for me anymore. I want to give up. I don't want to do it anymore. Did you have any of those moments? There were, I knew I wanted to do it. Um, and sometimes I was like, how come this won't work? Like when oh, will this yeah. work? I definitely had those moments. Like, you know, in the beginning, I remember thinking, um, like I was charging or something for one-on-one work, like a three hour session, it was like $297. So really low because I literally could not imagine anyone paying me more than that. Mm. And I remember my big goal being, my big unattainable goal was a thousand dollars. That's just crazy to me. Um, Because I just, I didn't understand how it could happen for me. So yeah, I definitely many times felt discouraged. Um, I felt, and they were kind of like, windows of moments because then I would say nope we have to keep going we I knew I had to keep going yeah um but yes I definitely had those moments where I was like screw this I just maybe I should just go get a job again or maybe I should just whatever you know yeah what was the thing that helped you move on what was the thing that was motivating you to actually move forward and do it oh that's a good question what kept me going is not wanting to like just remembering the actual dream, the actual bigger vision. Mm. And it would kind of jolt me out of, it would jolt me back into, you know, just keep going, just keep going. Um, and honestly it was, it's, there was so much fun. Like when, when things did work, when I did get a new client, when I had a new idea, it was so much more fun and so much more like, um, satisfying than any job I'd ever had, even without the money or very little money that it was you know, it still, it was enough to keep me going. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good thing that you said, because a lot of the time you're like so much happy when you're actually doing something you love and something that you enjoy, something that you actually yes. want to do, even if you're not making that much money, instead of like, you know, even if like, you know, you're probably, I don't want to, I don't like saying this well, but imagine you're broke, but you're so happy because you actually are so free to do what you want to do. And yeah. it's just like so powerful. <laughs> like back in the days, I was yeah. time when I started my business, I was like, I don't have a job. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. But 
I feel so happy. I know I've been so ha- happy in my life. <laughs> but because at the end of the day, you are doing it and you, you reach that type of belief where you're like, I know yeah. it's going to happen one day. I just need to keep going and, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and I have to say one little thing that just came to me yeah. also is also working with someone to keep you, to remind you hiring someone or having, uh, even if you don't have money to invest or not that much, having a mastermind group or an accountability partner yeah. to remind you and to ignite the fire again and get you excited again. That's so important too, right? Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit more about who you actually work with at the moment. Who is your main yes. client? Yeah. Who is your ideal client? Let's talk about that. Yes. So I call my women icons. So they are, they are unconventional um uncopyable icons so they're they're women who um who don't follow the rules they're women who are a lot of the my clients are actually um artists in some way so either performers or musicians um you know authors whatever painters Mm -hmm. i've had so um that really just want to own it when they go on stage they want their sort of their who how they're showing up to be to really match of their creation yeah they really want to stand out like you said (laughs) yeah they want to stand out and really be iconic right um and then i also have creative entrepreneurs who have reached a a, most a lot of my clients they've reached a certain level they're making you know close to six figures or six figures and beyond and because the aesthetics and their personal expression matters to them and they've not really paid attention to it they really uh, they're women who are like they get that taking that doing that for themselves will take their business to the next level. Yeah. That, that makes, makes sense. absolute yeah. sense. Yeah. And who, yeah. where do you find your clients? How do you find your clients? So the majority, well, 99% of my clients, I, I uh, find on social media, they, they follow me on social media and they come through social media. So uh, namely Facebook actually. Hmm. So yeah. y- 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 we can say that Facebook is your favorite social media it's one of my favorites I'm, I'm really getting intrigued by Instagram I'm really feeling the the gram so I'm kind yeah. of starting to play more there but um, yeah. it has done yeah I'm very grateful for Facebook because it has been sort of my number one um, yeah place yeah. yeah that's actually interesting because as a fashion uh, you know business style business I would have thought that you actually use Instagram to mainly get your clients but actually totally yeah, and I think it's because I started on Facebook because again I was probably following the rules and I didn't want I didn't have maybe the foresight to think about Instagram. So I think mm. because I started as a life coach at first, yeah, I didn't think that it would be more visual and to you know what I mean. Yeah. So maybe I started kind of backwards. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> no, but it's actually cool. It's actually great that you actually say ninety nine point nine percent of your um you know your your clients are coming from facebook because yeah. i believe that in in this society a lot of people think that you have to be on a certain platform with a certain business like as i was saying like with you i would have expected you to be more on instagram but this goes to show that even as long as you commit to a platform you yeah. can actually get the results that you want and that's very interesting definitely yes 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 absolutely So uh, do you have an app or software that you use and that's like your number one when it comes to your business? An app or software? Um, Well, to create pretty things, I definitely use Canva a lot. Is that what you mean? Like stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm starting to have fun with TikTok as far as creating like silly little videos and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, what else? As far as, cool, let me look at my phone. Yeah, what else do I have? Fine. Were you able to like generate any type of client through uh, TikTok? Not yet. I'm totally mm -hmm. new. I'm a newbie. Yeah. I'm a total newbie. Um, yeah, I'm just looking just at my phone. What else do I have? Curiosity because I saw a lot of people using TikTok for, for business. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah. I know. I've heard that too. Yeah, it's cool. Some people definitely do that. And um, it was recommended that I give it a try. And um, so I haven't, it hasn't happened yet. I'm totally new. But yeah. I, yeah, it's an interesting platform too. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, I know Canva is like absolutely amazing. Like when it comes to, you know, getting your message out there, getting your style out there. And definitely. Do you read books? I do. Um, I read quite frequently. So, I mean, it's mostly about, you know, personal development, yeah. uh, business. Um, yeah. Spirituality, a, things yeah. like that. Do you have a book that changed everything for you that you're like, I read this book. I was like, wow, everything changed for me. Do you have a book like that? Yes, 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 yes. I definitely, for, so when I started and sort of, um, you know, started getting to know myself and really doing the work uh, that I had no idea was going to be required when I, because I was like, I'll just start a business and make a website and it'll be yeah. fine. And it was like, no, that's cute. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so um the one that stands out that really just, and it's such a simple book is the four agreements. The four agreements really, really shook me up because it's, it's very simple principles Four very simple principles. Um, don't take anything personally. Don't ever assume anything, do your best. Um, and I for, I'm forgetting the fourth one off the top of my head, but basically those very basic things and reading the book, um, it was, it really did help me a lot in my coaching at first and also on a personal level yeah. a lot. Um, and then the big leap, have you heard of that one? The big leap? Yeah. Oh. With, uh, by Gay Hendricks. So basically it talks about upper limiting. So I really saw how I was limiting myself. How I was stopping myself from getting big, from going for it. Um, that's, that's a good, a good one to start with. And, um, and then the science of getting rich was sort of my first book around, um, wealth consciousness, because again, wealth consciousness, I didn't even realize it was a thing. So I think those are the ones I began with and um, that really helped me. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a mantra or a motto or a quote that you live by? Definitely. Um, the ones I repeat in my head, like when I can't sleep or when I'm stressing out or whatever, um, everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. That's everything is always working out for me. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's a good one. For real. That's actually really good. Like, so I don't know how to, it's, action oriented it's motivational it has it all like that's a good one actually. yeah it is right it really and i feel it every time you know mm -hmm. everything it's okay that that happened because everything is working out for me yeah so just, yeah it so, really yeah it's so good like i never heard a good one like this <laughs> because it's like it has it all it's a quote it's 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 motivating you it's it's helping you take that action at the same time is um like a daily affirmation so it's like yeah it oh like it's so good Definitely. yeah it checks all the boxes and i got that from uh abraham hicks esther hicks i list i list i used to listen to her a lot and that one just always i really felt that you know if you just really believe that everything is working out for you even if you maybe made a mistake if whatever if you just know that's part of everything eventually the bigger plan of everything working out for you then how can you stress out, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. what are your big goals for the next 10 years, let's say? Ooh, for the next 10 years. So my big goal, I definitely want to have um, a sort of, I don't know if it would be a YouTube, some sort of show mm-hmm. where um, I'm really, I help people just do what I do, right? It's kind of a, a makeover, but in this spiritual kind of way yeah. as well, energetic way. Uh, so that's big. And then to be doing live events, to really move into doing live events, um, basically a weekend where you go and you're like, what just happened to me? I totally transformed. Yeah. And it's like fabulous and glitter and fashion, but also <laughs> energy where it's all of it. And you're just yeah. like, I don't know what happened, but it was really good. And I love myself now even yeah. more, you know, I can actually see Those you are my- with that. Like I can actually imagine <laughs> you doing that. Yeah. Oh just like into this weekend and you're like, Oh my God, I feel, I feel like a new person. Like so, 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 yeah. I can see you doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. How would you call it? Have you ever thought about how you're going to call your show or your event? I don't know yet. So, so the name, I kind of alter ego is Technicolor Priestess. That's what I call myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be something involving Technicolor Priestess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far in the brainstorming, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But that's really interesting. I like actually, you know, just imagining what can happen in the future. So that's why I asked. Just yeah. no, I love it. I love that too. And I would also be traveling around consulting and doing like maybe creative or artistic directing on really cool photo shoots and music videos or even, you know, cool events and stuff like that. Yeah. I can yeah. see it happening. I can see it. Because you Yay, see, you. I'm on Zoom with her and you guys cannot see, but she has these amazing glasses on, these amazing earrings. I love earrings. So those are like oh, yeah, thank you. beautiful <laughs> earrings. And I'm just like, yeah, I can see you do that. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So can you tell our listeners how they can actually connect with you? Yes, yes, yes. So you can definitely find me on Facebook. I'm under Ejeni Ejeni. E-Y-E-N-I-E, two times. Um, on Instagram, also, Schultz. I should probably change that to match. Um, let's, those are the two main spots you can find me. Um, or I have my website, which is technicolorpriestess.com, that has some cool freebies, including a quiz for you to discover what your elements are and okay. start on your iconic journey. That's interesting. I think we should all take that quiz. <laughs> <laughs> definitely yes so tell us a little bit more about a day in your life what happens when you wake up how does your day go okay a day without a client and a day with client what's the work that you do when you don't have when you don't have to visit a client or you don't actually do actually need to do one-to-one work how do you manage your business and a day where you're actually meeting clients and how how does it look like Yes. So um, when I wake up, I, I um, always, or, you know, most, most of the time, um, I do a morning ritual. So it involves definitely um, some journaling, you know, some sort of future journaling, some gratitude stuff, um, really getting excited about, you know, what I want to create as if it were already created, um, different kinds of meditations or practices. I love a lot of um, sort of kundalini meditations, yeah. different things, you know, I do some breath work. So morning ritual. Um, then it's definitely going to my closet and asking myself how I want to feel, what iconic me would wear that day and choosing that outfit that doesn't necessarily make any logical sense, but makes me feel really good. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> and if it's um, a day where I'm just working in my business without clients, I will go to a coffee shop because I live in France. So there's a coffee shop called French Coffee. And it's kind of like a French version of Starbucks, I guess. Mm. Um, so I can go there, set up shop. I have my little corner that's like my office. Mm. And then usually that's where I create content. Um, I like creating content and putting it on Trello. So that's a fun little app too that I use Trello. Um, and then so that my VA can have that ready for the week. Um, if I get inspired, um, I also post like if I get here, like get a really cool idea or see something really interesting, then I post about that or do a little story. Um, but actually it's not that many hours. I probably, let's see, three hours in a day. Yeah. Um, then, you know, if my tiny dancers and well, right now it's kind of a strange period, right. With quarantine and all these things. Um, so if my tiny dancer is going to school, then that's about the time I go pick her up and then we go home and just hang out. Um, if, um, on a day with client calls, the same thing in the morning mm -hmm. center, do my morning ritual, create an iconic outfit. Um, and then I have a couple of clients right now that are later. I have one in, uh, in Asia and in Australia. So I'll typically do those calls in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then if I have clients in the U S I do those in the evening. Yeah. Um, but typically those are, those are 30 minutes. Mm. So it doesn't have to take that much time. So I'm able to go walk around, go have my husband and I love having a coffee and just like talking about our respective businesses or our plans or just hanging out, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, so I think that is it. And then obviously in the evening after I put my tiny dancer to bed, maybe a little, a little Netflix fun, yeah. a little hanging out and chatting with my dude. Yeah. Or talking with my family in the US. You can literally yeah. have a, such a successful business and be having a beautiful lifestyle like you have right now. And I, I find like it's yeah. so good to actually show people that, that even if you have a big business, a successful business, you can actually manage a kid. You can manage your husband, your family, and you can do all yeah. this because oh, we can do yeah. it right now with the internet and everything. So thank you so much for sharing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. And I love what you're saying. It's so, it, it really is so possible. You don't have to work 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. You do not. <laughs> yeah. So thank yeah. you. So Unless you want to. <laughs> exactly. Unless you want to. That, but I don't feel like much, many people want to. They'll prefer, you know, going to get a nice coffee, traveling or something else. I feel like yeah. You know, yeah. that would be honest anything like <laughs> rather than working but you know you never know so yeah thank you so much for being on this episode Jenny and I'm really excited and you guys go and do this quiz because I think like we all need that extra push and we need to you know uh know more about ourselves more about our style and I think that this quiz is gonna help you because I'm gonna do it after this call so make sure you go and do it as well and thank you so much for being on the call and sharing all this with us and with everyone on the podcast oh my pleasure thank you so much for having me this was so much fun <laughs> i'm excited and i can't wait to hear your results on the quiz definitely definitely you're gonna hear mine i'm gonna do a little bit i love quiz it reminds me oh, of perfect. teenager and we used to have like this little magazine I don't, oh yeah yes and I, I used to buy them all the time and just go and do the quiz so i still have a, a thing for quizzes <laughs> so yeah <laughs> So yeah, Very that's cool, all yeah. for today. Thank you so much for being with us. And we're definitely going to do the quizzes and let you know. Make sure you get in touch with her. I'm going to leave her all her details in the podcast description. So make sure you go and connect. 
ask her your questions just you know connect with her even just to ask your questions if you have any questions because i believe that's important she's putting herself out here for us to get to know her so make sure you take advantage of it and go and connect with her so thank you for being on uh, for listening today and i'll see you in the next episode if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on instagram at she wins mastermind and also share and review this podcast we love you and we appreciate you last thing but not least if you want to join the she wins club tribe or membership make sure you head over to shewinsmastermind.com and join the tribe make sure you register and join us thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.